Hello, my beautiful, beautiful people from far and beyond, from here and now. Thank you for coming to listen to my podcast, From Up Under the Rug. Today is definitely a beautiful day. It is March 1st. Thank you for enjoying the madness which is a.k.a. March Madness. It is 4.44, actually 4.04 p.m. Eastern Time where I'm at. And you guys, don't you never forget that you guys are smart, you're beautiful, and you're important, and you're stars. Don't let nobody tell y'all different. Today, I wanted to do a brief segment and podcasts just about knowing who you were and who you want to be and if it really matters if your name or your existence is important to be remembered and I have a few thoughts that I didn't think would cross my mind, but I'm guessing it's within age, with this in more wisdom and growth, to have you think about the things that you no longer care for or realize that never mattered and see how, if you were to perish and go to the beyond and afterlife, How would that affect the living that will be still here? And how would that, you would be expecting it to look? Will your funeral be completely empty? Would it be just you and your poster board and the people that are closest to you, whether that is children, a few friends, Or would you have a packed house and the facility be completely packed out to where people have to stand up because there's no more seats? And I know that's not something that we love to think about now, but I feel like since I've seen so many close friends, people that I went to school with, that are not only the same age or a few years older, perishing at an astounding, alarming rate. But how many people actually care for them and was close-knit to them? Um, These friends, some of them was from school. Not only was I not able to make the funeral, but... We didn't have uh, every other day or every blue moon type of relationship. It's more so every five to ten years, see how they're doing. And I feel like that's not the type of interaction nor close-knit relationships I want to have with people just as a whole. So from my 30s on out... 
I would like to have people around in my circle that genuinely cares for me to where if I was to perish, they would do grandstanding gestures to show that their love for me was actually real and that it's going to be hard to live without me, but they will get to move on. Um, I don't think a lot of people really care about these type of things as well because they are probably um, a little bit more self-needed, meaning all about themselves and don't really care about if a person cares for them or not or don't care if somebody shows up when their time is done. But I really do. It, it, I used to think that, you know, being alone was something that I wanted and I didn't really care for to be alone. But as I grow older, I mean, I have my daughter, but I had as a like a teenager growing up, I always seen myself, you know, as a wife, plenty kids, big house, picket fence, nice little dogs, you know, me being able to, on the times where kids is dropping his kids off at school, carpooling, having my own business to run, my husband is successful, I've, um, like, be able to go to, um, workout sessions, yoga, Pilates, go to the spa, um, salon a few times every other week you know the typical American woman's dream pretty much and I've been doing that but minus the family and, and don't get me wrong I did have somebody that made me believe that that's what was going on which was the family going on trips and things of that nature but it didn't really feel like the real essence of love and I mean like genuinely when he when he speaks to me he speaks just beautiful affirmations and loving and caring affirmations not being um selfish with his time when it comes to um indulging in me and him time so if I want to go and have a night out and not cook, then he he enjoys that time and he's not going to complain about that time. Um, if it's time for him to, you know, step in with the kids, he does that effort, effortedly and with not any problem or no ill will, malice, or scowl behind that. Um, i seen it was a lot of... Either if it was complaining, anger, unnecessary arguing. And I'm not a person that wakes up in the morning and just be mad. That's not me. I'm a person that wakes up in the morning and be grateful to wake up because we don't know if we was to perish in our sleep. And if that was our last breath that we may take when we go to sleep. So the fact that you are able to open your eyes and take more breathing air oxygen and enjoy the day to come i think that's a blessing in this whole birthright 
and it's something that a lot of people take for granted. So this, the last situation that I was in, it wasn't bringing complete peace and, and prosperity to me. It was always me being concerned about whether the next person was going to say something to um, criticize or to put me down in a way or be disrespectful to where I would have to tell them, oh, that wasn't nice to say, or oh, that wasn't thoughtful of my feelings to say. You know, letting people know what you do and don't like, but I feel like if you have that person and you say that you have a person, that person is going to automatically know how to treat you because they would want to be treated in the same way. Um, there are things that I seen within myself that I wanted to change, but it was because of me trying to almost tit for tat in a certain aspect. Oh, well, you treat me this way, then I'm not going to really engage with you, which I feel like the most thing that you can show a person love is actually communicating and engaging with them on a one-on-one, -on -one, whether that's talking, touching, feeling, expressing, um, them are love languages and I feel like, you know, even friends that I had that were males, they may have seen me as wanting to have sex or fornicate with me and I didn't see them in that same light because of time went on and it showed me, um, that not only was I worth more, but I was actually aspirating Things that I would think that they would, it would rub off on them and they would treat me as I treat them. So such as for an example, um, I like getting gifts on any occasion that may be. And I'm not expecting for you to, but if I feel like if I, the same little feather flock together. So if I have a friend and I'm doing this, I would think that you would do the same because that's just of your characteristics. Now, once I gain that this is not of you, I would think just because you're not doing it, I'm not going to stop being who I am. I'm going to continue to do it. But I would think after a few years, it would rub off to where, oh, let me go and get her a gift because she got me a gift every single year on whatever occasion it may be. Now, I'm not saying you got to do one for every occasion, but, you know, at least trying to emote yourself into a better person and not saying that gift giving is a better person, but you have to be a very kind and very loving person to give somebody a gift without them even expecting nor asking for it. And <clears throat> that's just showing ways of care and love language. So um, I wasn't reciprocating these things. I wasn't getting these things reciprocated back to me. So I just knew to fall back a little bit. And maybe the, the choice of people that I had in my circle wasn't the right people for me. I couldn't make somebody do something that is just not of them to do. And instead of them taking it, you know, as constructive uh, franchisism, that's a new word I just made up, y'all, where I'm not balancing out my friendship to where it's meeting your needs as me being a friend for you and I understand that people grow older and they grow more wiser and mature and some don't some stay stuck and stagnant and for the friends that I have called myself friends with 
they have stayed stuck and stagnant or they just haven't, you know, reached that potential at the same pace, which is okay because then that just caused distance for them to actually get themselves together and not me feeling like I have to um, oversee them having to get themselves together, but it's a choice they want to do at their own pace. So um, I had a male friend specifically, it was a male that I had been friend with, um, I think about seven years and I would get him gifts and invite him to occasions or I would make meals. Now, mind you, I'm a chef. So when I make a meal, my everything that I make is completely, you know, it's not cheap. It's expensive. It costs money and time and effort with me preparing and cooking it. And these are things that people don't take into consideration because I feel like if a man cooks, that for me is... That, for me, is better than going out to eat because that takes actual preparation and actual love and caring. If he actually takes the time to go to the store, buy the food, prep the food, cook the food, set the food out nicely and make sure that it is tasteful like that you may enjoy it. That takes more efforts than going to a restaurant and having somebody doing the job that you can do. Yes, it's a difference in showing love, but I feel like when you put more effort into doing something, it will be done through you and by you. Um, so this person just one day was like, oh, you know, in, 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 a, in a shorten of the sentence, I got to get some stuff off my chest. I'm going to come in, you know, pound you out. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like our relationship as friends wouldn't compel him to even come at me in that type of way and now mind you you guys he's never offered to take me out on on a date or get a meal or bought me a gift such as I have done him so for him to suggest anything that would be sexual was completely standoffish and I just grown in the past year it wasn't like it was just random it was something that I seen I wanted and had gained more respect of myself. So I was required something other than how he came at me. And we completely fell out behind that because he felt like, how could a relationship go so wrong when we had been talking on the phone about this and this and that, and the moment I say I'm going to come do this in the way that I said it, you're making it seem like it's a problem. Well, mind you, I had just had a birthday, and I see things differently. So my mind is not in the same place that it was probably three to four months ago. And people have to learn to respect that. People grow, like I said, at different paces. It may be a couple weeks, couple months, maybe even a few years. And, and within growing, it's always and within even seconds that a person can learn something different that makes them change their mind so you are not the you 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 have not the right to tell a person that they don't have the right to continue to evolve as a person and if they do consider evolving as a person that you don't want to deal with them anymore that's not fair okay it's not fair to you it's not fair to them if you decide to stay the same way and they want to evolve, then you respect that. As If you're a real friend, you will respect that and love them as they am and continue doing what you guys have been doing. But it's probably going to be a little different. 
because one has evolved and one has not. One see things differently and one has not. That doesn't mean we just stop being friends. That just means that we stop doing the same things. We don't see things in the same light. And it's just as simple as that. So when I say to you guys, don't take the fact that people, even with marriages or, like I said, friendships or any type of thing, may that even be where you was brought up, literally from where you were brought up, just because your cousins or your uncles or your aunties is still in the same area and they decided to be in the same place and that's where they decided to be because that's where they feel like they get, that's what's home to them. Doesn't mean that just because you decide to be on on the downtown area or want to be in the suburbs and they decide to be in the hood that you guys don't have love for each other. It just means that you don't see things in the same light anymore. You grew up in the hood where they was at, but you was able to see outside the hood and that's okay. That's okay. It shouldn't make it to where the relationship is completely torn because... You guys don't see things in the same way. It should just mean that you prefer this and I prefer this and that's just how it's, that's how it is. I love you all the same, but I can't do the same as you. So remember that you guys have the opportunity to think outside and be outside of the box that you were naturally born in and was exposed to. And it is okay if you want to go to three to four to 10 to 20 different boxes to see what you may become and who you are as a person. Don't let anybody tell you or shorten your lifespan and not just a lifespan as in living like dead or living, but as in lifespan as in the capacity of what you are able to see in life. Don't let anybody do that or stop you from doing that. In the moment that they do, maybe it is best if you guys put space in between you to make sure that what they're doing is not overseeing to where you're going to be bitter towards them because they can't see what you see or they're not where you at at that time. It might take them a little bit longer to get to where you at and maybe when they get there, they just figure that it's not for them. And what they was already at, that's where they like to be. And that's okay. So, that is pretty much what I wanted to come to you guys and express. Do not stop believing in how far you can go. The capacity of you being more than what you were and are. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast once again. From Up Under the Rug. I will see you again. You will hear me again. Thank you. And you guys have a blessed night. And remember that you're smart. You're important. You're beautiful. And you all are stars. Don't let nobody tell you different.